Welcome to the first episode of the We Will Go Ministries Extreme Faith Broadcast. We are a Christian podcast show with a focus on the Great Commission, like it says in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, what Christ told us to do. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So I'm your host, Evangelist Keith A. Kelly of We Will Go Ministries, and I will be highlighting people, and I'll be highlighting different statistics and different data about people who are living extreme for Christ. This show is made possible in part by the generous donations from you, if you would love to be a partner with us in getting the message out to people to quit wasting their lives, so you can support us three ways. Number one, you can pray, pray, pray. Number two, financially. Number three, donate. Donate anything you'd like to donate to us. And we will make it something that we can go ahead on and use it for the ministry. Now you can contact us at the we will go dot faith. Again, that is we will go. That's W-E-W-I-L-L go dot faith or email me at www.gonow, www.gonow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, right now, yeah, I got a special treat. My wife, Jackie O'Kelly, uh, you know, Jackie, international gospel singer, sings all over the world and also has been a charting gospel artist and has several of the CDs. She's going to sing one of her newest songs. You're going to love it. Jesus is the word.
I'm glad you came back, and now I'm ready to get into some of the meat of this whole podcast. Uh, this is our very first one, so we, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of working out the kinks here, but you're gonna stick right with me. I know. It says our mission, at we will go ministries. Our motto is we're on a mission for missions. Our vision statement: we envision a world in which every person comes to the knowledge of the joy and love of Jesus Christ. Our mission statement, God has assigned us to increase evangelism, missionary knowledge, and serve in leadership within churches and people groups, both locally and internationally, to develop training grounds to reach the unreached areas that don't know Christ. I mean, that is so important. Uh, in today's busy world, there are so many distractions that keep us from seeking and serving Jesus Christ. TV, technology, digital world. We are all subject to so many voices, internet, media, celebrities, Social media, etc. Some good, some bad. On every week, I want to come to you and talk to you about living extreme for Jesus Christ. And I want to give you examples and I want to give you like different case studies and different data. I'm going to do that every week. Um, first of all, I like to say, my wife is an anointed person. She loves the Lord and she's very creative. And I'm going to have her sing every week. You're going to hear some, one of her new songs every week. I mean, some of her older music and some of her new music you're going to hear every week. Uh, today's topic is about, basically, I'm just going to give you an overview of all of our shows, uh, what's coming up in the future. Uh, the first show is going to have an outline of the topics that we're going to cover 
Also, I want to tell you about myself, how God showed me that I have to stop wasting my life. And, and I want you to understand how I came to that conclusion. Uh, for so many times, as a lot of you know, I've been in the Christian arena for so many years. I used to be a street minister for a long time. And uh, basically, you know, I started going to church and just kind of fell away from church and just kind of uh, uh, kind of fell away from the streets and going out and tell people about Jesus Christ and just kind of did what they do in church. You know, I went to church and just kind of helped build the church. And everything. and then uh, one day when I, we decided that we were going to move out here from California about six years ago. And I was Jackie's manager and we were in the gospel music arena and we had to, uh, a lot of success in that whole arena. And then basically I decided that, uh, you know, I wanted to know a little, I wanted to do more than just be a manager. I wanted to hear more about the gospel uh, and to really find my purpose, what God wanted me to do. So someone at one of the places that we had gone to, somebody had mentioned a, a thing called perspectives. There was a class that went around to different churches called perspectives. So I wanted to know what that was about. And really perspective is about discipleship. But I also found out that it had a lot to do with the history of missions and about the missionary world. I mean, you know, when you think of a missionary, at least when I thought of a missionary, I thought of some white guy in a white shirt, uh, you know, just basically overseas doing things overseas that I didn't know what they were doing. They were kind of helping and, you know, maybe they're plowing grounds with cattle or whatever the case may be. They were just helping the, the people that are from that country. But I never really thought much about it, how that was a really, uh, it was a man, it, God had commanded us to really be a part of the mission world. I mean, that's in the Bible, as I just read in, in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 28. We commanded us to go out and tell all the nations and tell everybody. So we just can't be sitting on our hands and talking about prosperity and, and people are going to hell every day. And we're just kind of shining that on. We can't do that. So what I want to do in this show and what I really want to highlight, I want to give you like some of the excitement, the exciting things that I found out about uh, through um, statistics and data. Uh, to give you an example, we're going to explore fully Um you know, the number of Christian organizations that deal with data, there's all kinds of them out there, like the Joshua Project, Frontiers, Voice of the Martyrs. I mean, I am really dear to Voice of the Martyrs. Voice of the Martyrs is an organization that really does a lot of stealth stuff. They're the people that in North Korea, because North Korea is a closed country. You cannot be going up and down the street in North Korea telling people about Jesus. Or you, would be, uh, you will be arrested and put in prison, and a lot of times you would die in prison. Uh, Voice of the Martyrs would send balloons uh, from South Korea and send them to North Korea with Bibles, where Bibles would drop down in, in different villages and everything. They're doing all this stealth stuff in areas that are like uh, close to the gospel. Uh, there's a lot of organizations that, are, you know, that basically give more information about the unreached and unengaged. What I'm going to do also, I want to delve a little deeper in all the different data so we can understand it. Like even like the unsaved. I mean, in America, we hear all the time, there's plenty of people here in America that, that need to be saved too. And that's true. There are people in America that need to be saved. Uh, but a large majority of, the, of Americans, 77, 77% of them, of the adult populations, they identify with the Christian religion. They say they're Christians, including the 52% of the Protestants and some of the non-Catholic Christian religions and 23% of the Catholic people uh, and 2% who affiliated with the Church of the of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. Only 18% of the Americans do not have a religious identity. 5%, only 5% identify with non-Christian religion. 
Now, but if you go into looking at unreached, we're going to delve off a little further into the unreached and unengaged. Like give an example, the Joshua Project is very good about the statistics of that. You look at them in the, in, in the whole world, there are 7.48 billion people. Of that 7.4 billion people, 3.14, 3.14 billion people are unreached. They don't know anything about Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people that have never heard the gospel. I mean, America's heard the gospel in so many kind of variations. We got so many denominations, different beliefs, and everybody's heard it in so many. There are people on the, walking the face of the earth that, don't, that they have no idea who Jesus Christ is. And we have a commission from Jesus in, in chapter uh, uh, 28 of Matthew that we're supposed to be concerned about that and doing something about that. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to look at the unreached and the unengaged people. And how can we be a part? Um, I mean, we just can't bay up and go to Syria. I mean, I can't, you know, I stick out like a sore thumb in Syria. I mean, we, you know, because uh, I'm an African-American. They, they look at me and say, what are you doing out here? They know that I'm probably a Christian, right? Well, you know, if that's the case, then we want to make sure that we're supporting the people that are out there that are doing the grunt work that are doing the work that we really say that we do not want to be a part of or we're afraid to be a part of. But there's some extreme Christians that are out there that are making things happen in different uh, countries. Uh, the other thing is, what, what's the story with America? We know that America basically, like I said, says they're a Christian uh, organization. There's a lot of statistics that talk about you know, the Christian walk and the Christian life in America. So I'm going to be re- delving in. I'm going to go a little bit deeper in that. Then we're going to go a little deeper into the whole world, like the world Christians. A lot of times missionaries, we don't call them missionaries no more. They, they're called world Christians now. Uh, they have a different uh, worldview. We're going to deal with like, you know, looking at the different world uh, statistics, like, you know, 20% of Americans claim they have read the whole Bible. And we're going to talk about subjects like how many of us really read the Bible? How many Christians really read the Bible? Well, 20% of all Americans claim that they have read the whole Bible at least once. Uh, 61% of the evangelistic Christians claim they have read the whole Bible. Okay. Now, but if you look at it, you also say 97% of all Christians don't actively read the Bible. That came from precious testimonies. Also, precious testimonies, 97% of all Christians don't actively witness to the unsaved. So you don't want to be in that category. You want to be a part of people that are really dedicated in the gospel uh, if you're a Christian. I mean, if you're if you're playing church, yeah, you can play church and, and you're not involved in any of that. But the bottom line is you don't want to play church. You really want to be a part of reading the Bible. Read the Bible. Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. Daily bread. So you read that Bible every day. You need to be a part. That needs to be a part of your routine. As much as you're going out to exercise, as much as you're hanging out with the fellas after work, you need to read the Bible every day. And you need to tell somebody about Jesus every day. That's the most important thing. I mean, like two-thirds of the whole world. I mean, they don't know Jesus. So it's praying through. So, and a lot of those people that don't know Jesus are in what they call this 1020, 1040 window. I mean, it's very interesting. In other words, it's like it's in East Africa, it's in Africa, the Middle East, and Central Asia. I mean, these are the oppressed areas of the world that don't know anything about Jesus Christ. Okay? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to look and we're going to delve in. Are there still martyrs? 
I mean, we know about the martyrs of the Bible. We hear about them all the time. In fact, it was so interesting to me, almost every one of the apostles, as it's been said, have, was martyred in some sort of way. I mean, I, you know, we heard about Peter, Peter being uh, uh, crucified upside down. Uh, several of the apostles were beheaded. Uh, you know, Paul basically was in prison till he eventually got beheaded. I mean, there's all these things where these guys that walked with Jesus Christ, they died. I mean, we are, we're afraid of, you know, to make a stand and tell people that we love Jesus in public. These guys not only told the people that they love Jesus in public, they died for the, the cross. They died for Jesus Christ in the cross. So you, if you're not willing to really make the ultimate sacrifice, then you're nothing. You're nothing. I mean, let me ask you this. Are there still martyrs today? Well, I mean, I don't know. I remember not long ago looking at that YouTube video where ISIS brought on all those guys, all those Christian guys in Egypt, brought them out there to the ocean there, out there to the beach, and they beheaded them on YouTube. I couldn't even look at it. I mean, I, I, I tried to look at it, but I could not look at it. These were people that professed Jesus Christ and would not convert into the ISIS belief. They would not do it. And because they professed Jesus Christ, they were martyred. They were, they were killed. Who are they? Who are these people that live so extreme? Who are these people that are willing to die? Who are these people that live completely by faith? I mean, that's the things I really want to know. I mean, I, you know, I decided in my heart, and so I really wanted to know this. You know, I got caught up like everybody else. I mean, I, you know, I, I want the big house. I want the, I want the, you know, the fancy cars. I, you know, I wanted all the, you know, the comforts of life. You know, but I mean, the bottom line, I wasn't living by faith. I was living mainly by what I thought I could do by my strength and by my might, by my knowledge, about my smarts, about how to make money. But the bottom line is there's people out there in this world that are living completely by faith. And I really want to know these people. They're not wasting their life. They're telling people about Jesus. I mean, so I want to be a part of them. I want to help them. This is my part. I want to give people more knowledge about what's out there and more knowledge or maybe I can spark some other people, to, you know, to get on fire and tell people about Jesus. Now, how many people tithe every week? You know, that's a commandment to tithe, 10%. How many people do that? I mean, there, there's, there's been studies and statistics. There's a lot of organizations. We're going to talk about that. We're going to delve into that. We're going to go into the scriptures also. Do you visit the sick? Remember, Jesus talked about visiting the sick. He talked about visiting people in prison. He talked about witnessing, testifying. People don't do these things. They don't read the Bible. A lot of, and people don't pray that much either. I mean, there's statistics right now. I mean, everybody says they pray. Okay. We, we, we get that old cliche and stuff. We're praying for you, brother. We're going to pray for somebody's having a hard, tough day. We'll keep you in our prayers. I mean, you know, I, I've made it a habit to really turn around and pray right at that time. Because I've used to say that as a cliche so many times that I would forget about praying for them before, you know, before it's too long. So I decided when I, if I told somebody I was going to pray for them, I'd do it right at that moment. Now let's talk about the fear of the Lord. A lot of people don't want to talk about, it. they talk about fear being reverence. Well, I mean, the bottom line is the fear of God is all throughout the Bible. It's in the New Testament also. Fear God and keep his commandments. I mean, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. I mean, so it's still there. I mean, it hasn't changed. In fact, it was so interesting. People talk about reverence being fear, and they don't want to do it. You know, we're not supposed to dread God. Which There's so many prophets said, I exceedingly fear and quake at God. 
This prophet said that I'm afraid I could exceedingly quake and fear. In Psalms, it says, God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. So it definitely has a distinction. It talks about God greatly being feared in the assembly. That's the same verse. And the same verse it says, and be in reverence. So it's two, fear and reverence. In fact, when I was Googling uh, reverence, I noticed that it did not say anything about fear. And then when I Googled fear, it didn't say nothing about reverence. So fear and reverence are two different things. So we want to talk about that. We're going to delve into that on these podcasts. Who is keeping the commandments? Are we supposed to still keep the commandments of God? Oh, no. Nowadays, there's a doctrine that goes out and says that we live by grace. Well, yeah, we're saved by grace. There's no doubt about it. But Paul, Apostle Paul said it very clear. Shall we sin that grace may abound? He said, God forbid. It doesn't mean that you have a license to just sin and live in sin and just live in sin and just think that you're just going to be right before God without any fear. You got to pray for the fear of God. You know, we are concerned about the unreached and the unengaged. And we want to make sure we hear from Christ. We want to make sure that we get out and about and tell people about Jesus Christ. I mean, do we really care? Does America really care when 98% of the people spend the money on themselves that they make? They don't even, you know, they don't even tithe. People don't even tithe into a ministry. So do we really care? We need to act like we care. We need to act like we care. So we're going to address all these different questions and we're going to have answers for them and we're going to look at data. We're going to have a good time really studying together the extreme faith that so many people on this earth have. And we want to be a part, at least I do. I'm going to speak in the first person. I want to make sure that I'm a part of the extreme faith crowd. So, you know, it's so important that, you know, that we give our hearts to the Lord, that we always you know, rely on him for everything and have complete faith. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't know Jesus Christ. And I know there's a lot of people that have never really heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know a lot of people are starting to think about some of the things I've said. They don't read the Bible. They don't pray. They don't witness. They know that these are commandments of God, but they don't do them. They just don't do them. They defy whatever God said. They don't fear him. They'll, they'll do anything. They'll go anywhere. They'll say anything with their lips and their mouths. They'll live any kind of life that they, ungodly life. They don't care. I mean, I mean, we all have fallen into that one, in one time or another. But you know, if you, if you feel that you want to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ, it's so important. And we want you to rededicate your life. So I want you to repeat after me. If you really believe, I want you to kneel down. I want you to ask Jesus Christ into your heart. And this, I'm going to say a prayer. I want you to repeat after me. My Lord and my God, have mercy on my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. I believe Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for the remission of my sins. I believe that he rose on the third day and that he sits on the right hand of God right now. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my sins away. Lord, I accept you by faith into my heart. I know you've heard me and I know you've answered me. And I believe that I'm saved. Now, if you believe that prayer, you're a new creature in Christ. So ask God to direct you to a Bible believing, Bible teaching church of his choice. Email me, 
at www. Go now. Go. That's www.gonow at gmail.com. And we'll send you some information. I'm going to have Jackie take us on out with a song. Uh, one of her songs off her first album called Forgiven. This show is possible again in part by your generous donations. If you would love to be a partner and getting the message out, make sure, first of all, to pray, pray, pray. Thank you very much. Until next time, to our next show, I'll see you later. God bless. Watch the way.